0: Are you the kind of gal who isn't interested in how things used to be in the hair industry, who wants to hear from ladies who are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. Hey guys, so where are my stylists at that are tired of being tired? You're giving it your all behind the chair and quarantine gave you... A little whisper that there could be more to this life than hair behind the chair all the time. I know for myself, I've changed my business and I've been able to make more money in less time, which has allowed me to work three days a week behind the chair so that I can do what I'm most passionate about, which is mentoring and coaching other hairstylists. And I've been able to do that in a way that I've been able to really enjoy my time in the salon that I'm there, also be super intentional when I'm outside of it. So I'm able to enjoy my family, golfing on a Friday, playing with my dogs in the backyard, and starting a family. So I'm excited to be able to bring a couple more stylists onto my program and work on with you guys one-on-one, because I'm not going to have that many people that I work with at one at a time, because I really want to be invested in your growth. Head on over to my website if you're interested, lynnmaystudio.com. The heading is coaching, and we will see how We could maybe work together. Go ahead and fill out my questionnaire, and we'll go from there. All right. Well, let's head into today's episode. So today, I want to talk about something that I think right now is very relevant given the time off we've had and the time we've had to soul search and think about the lives we want. I think that a lot of people are making moves, right? Like they're moving into their own studio or they're reconfiguring their schedules or the amount of time they want their career to take up and maybe showing up differently with their clients. You know, I think one thing that I think is so important but can be so challenging is the graceful exit. So, you know, you've got all of the resentment or all the years of sacrifice or operating at a subtraction to your own life in these different environments that it's really hard to wrap your head around how you can leave there and how you have the conversation. And it's a mix of so many emotions and you've got like the guilt that I think we, a lot of us feel because we feel like we're, we're lacking uh, a genuineness when we're around people are in authenticity because we're not being straight about what's in our heart because we're, we're, we know that, our coworkers and the people that are there and the environments that we're in aren't leaving with us. And, you know, you kind of try and protect people because it does come... Yeah, I used to think that it was nice when people told me secrets, and now I'm like, it's a burden to carry. So I think that a lot of us, and I know for me when I've left salons, I know that I've hurt people's feelings because I haven't let them in on it, but ultimately the thing that I've always known even if it took that person longer to realize was I ultimately was protecting you because I, then you have to carry the secret that I'm carrying and then it's a burden on you. So I think that it can be so hard because we work in these salons and we work in these environments where they're so group mindset based, where everyone, you have this sense of intimacy with everyone. You share things. It's like we work so closely to everyone and I think that it can be hard to keep that back, that information back, and hold back. But I think that a lot of us need to so that we can remain as level headed as possible because we've all shared something in our lives with someone we loved or cared about. And then every time we see them or you get a text from them, they're like, hey, how's everything going with that? It's like, Jesus, this is so annoying. Like, I told you this, but I didn't mean I want to check in with you every day. And I think that that can happen in salons. And one thing I totally experienced that I think a lot of us do is you know when we're working somewhere and someone else leaves this this thought goes through our head it's like what does she know that i don't know like what does he know that i don't know like is this place going to blow up and it's like no i think that we are so good in this career at getting outside of ourselves which makes us so awesome behind the chair because we can like put ourselves in other people's positions but i think what can be hard when it's time for us to leave is to just stay with us and what we need and our needs and not look over at Pam and, you know, see what everyone else is doing because ultimately you need to feel awesome when you get up in the morning about what you're doing and that doesn't look the same for everyone. And I think that when we're in these big salons, it's easy to all kind of aspire to the same thing, but we also haven't totally been honest with ourselves because we probably don't want the exact same things as everyone else. So I think it's so hard to carve out your individual path in in bigger places. And I think I would say if you're feeling like you've tried to do that and there's been so much resistance, it's because that place has a culture that's built and they don't necessarily want to even, they're not necessarily, not even about wanting to, they're not willing to make the changes in order to have things be different. I can think that they want it to be better, but they're not willing to make the changes and ultimately we're entirely up to us. So if you're, you know, in the beginning stages or you're, you know, nervous about communicating your departure, I think I speak from so much distance from my my you know, leaving salons that I'm able to say that as hard as it is, like sometimes, you know, like the Michelle Obama quote of like when people, when they go low, we go high. I think that you have to almost access where you're going to be in a few years and the gratitude that you will catch up to that is is going to be there that maybe you just haven't gotten there yet. I think that you do need to, in those environments, Leave with a, just a grateful heart, even if you don't believe yet in it. Because I definitely have said things and done things, and it's taken me a minute to really believe what I've said. But ultimately, I have believed and been grateful and come out the other side of these things and leaving. And it's just so many emotions. You, you've got like the feeling like you're betraying people, the guilt of that, the not being honest, and and to be to be a hundred percent real. Everyone feels like that because of the nature of the way the industry has you leave. So that's not unique to you. And I'm, I say that to like lessen the blow and the burden of it because you probably thinking that it's just you that feels that way. And even if you were leaving a place where you weren't going to miss anyone, you'd feel that way because of the nature of the transaction, It's not, it's not set up to be like, oh, we're happy for you. Like work the next few days. It's like, it is set up to feel bad. So knowing that, having that just be separate from what you're about to do, I think is helpful. I think also being, you know, the thing that I can say about situations that weren't things I wanted or even fair. You know what I mean? Cause it's the word fair, what's fair, you know, you know, so, you know, when someone looks at me and says it's not fair, it's like get in line buddy. But you know, I can look at things that weren't fair. I've got air quotes here. And I can even look at that and say like to that person, like, thank you for your part in my journey. You were a teacher, you were a lesson. I took something from it. And I think that that ultimately is the best attitude to have. And even though you're feeling bad, even though you know I've left salons and had to second guess and be like, I could go back and they'd take me and, and it but I think it's just knowing in your heart that the direction you're going in, it's not like one way's success and the other one isn't. It's what's where are you going that is most home for you. And so for one person that's that's a studio alone, peaceful, a window, like just gentle music. For another person, it's like camaraderie. It's with another person. It's with a couple of people. And it's just having that, you know, like independently working, but amongst others. Another person, it's like staying in a commission model, but finding one that has more flexibility than the original one you were at. You know, it looks different for everyone, And it should. But I think when we are in there, the emotions are running so high. The emotions of all of it, you know? You know, most of us are like kids when we start these places. And most of us have like, you know, gotten married when we've been working with these people. They've been at our weddings. They, like, it's not like just going into like an office building and ending it. It's so much more personal. And that's why I want to say, like, give yourself some credit because... You know, if you're sad when you're leaving, it's because it's because it meant something. It was, you know, you were there and it was a part of your journey. It was supposed to be a part of your journey. But I think a lot of us stay too long because of the certainty that the situation provides. And if coronavirus taught you anything, certainty is an illusion as well. You're, you know, I've been certain at times, I've been certain about things that turned out that ended up sucking. And so, you know, for some people it's like you're going back to work and you're realizing that and you're like waking up and you're like, oh my gosh, like there's more. And I think that keep that in your back pocket and then the, the best thing you can do is just be professional and grateful and thank them for their part in your journey because They had a big part in it, whether that was a negative thing or a positive thing, only you know, but either one shaped you and helped you and will actually guide you to show up differently, whether that be things you do or things you don't do. And the best thing to do is, you know, I feel like I've had to do what I've had to do. You know, you plan it out, you wake up, you got butterflies in your stomach. You're like, okay how am I going to do this? Like, I'm going to go into work. I'm going to work my whole day. And then I'd be like looking for the manager all day. And then I'm going to be like, okay, like, do you have a minute? And then twice now I have kind of been screwed. First time, person left. I was like, how am I supposed to quit? So I had to do it over the phone. I feel like I blacked out for it, honestly. But I know that I said what I needed to say. It was just very much like, this is going to, I'm quitting, you know, that, that's really, there's, there's not like some secret formula for doing it. It's just like getting the words to come out of your mouth and like, uh, would you like me to email you my resignation letter? Um, thank you. I, I assume that this is my last day. I'm really appreciative of being, having been here, you know, and, you know, they can ask you where where you're going. And I think being honest is the best policy. And that's what I've done. I've been honest. Um, and you feel kind of like deflated, but then like you start to feel better fast. And I think it helps to have something fun planned for after, whether it's like a drink with your partner or a couple friends, because then you're like, I did it. You feel like a weight's been lifted, but you don't feel better instantly. At least I didn't. I felt relieved, but not like, wasn't like happy because, you know, it was saying bye to a chapter and any door that's opening, another one's closing. And even though you're ready for the door to close, there's still feelings around the door closing, you know, and the, some of the camaraderie that you're going to miss and things like that. And the second time it was like, my boss was like, I left my phone at home. And she always left before I was done. And I was like sweating the whole day. I'm like, of course, of course, this is the day she leaves her cell phone at home. And I'm going to have to, how am I, how am I going to quit? You know, like the anxiety that this stuff all provokes. But then she ended up hanging around. I was able to talk to her in person. And that was Waterworks City. Because in person, you, f- for me, I was like, I'm letting this person down. And I never wanted to be someone that let people down. But I think I got tired of letting myself down. And I think that when you get tired of letting yourself down, it's like you you make a decision to start showing up for yourself. And a, a lot of times, once you do that, something needs to change in your life because you've been operating in a way that isn't necessarily honoring all of who you are. And I get it, you know what I mean? Like the money's there or... You like your coworkers or again, it's like, you know what to expect. Like who wants to be the new person somewhere else? You know, it's like you have to be ready to like step out and go for it. But I think that when I've left places, I feel like being honest and, you know, the whole way you, you end up feeling like you're so like two faced because you keep it to yourself that I think it can be hard when you tell your employer what you're doing that you're going to leave. It can feel weird and like uncomfortable and like you shouldn't say what you're doing. But I think that in that moment when you transition into owning where you're going and I think that that's a beautiful transitional moment where you like say it out loud and you own it and you start to live into that. And then when you leave just with gratitude and humility then it's like, boom, game on. All my focus is going where I'm going because a little piece of your heart's been held back because mixed in with the frustration and the being tired of it and being ready for something new is a part of you that at one time loved it, that outgrew it. And I think that, you know, it's easy once you leave. And this has happened to me too. We're like, they say nostalgia is like remembering things like not exactly how they were. So then after you leave, you're like, oh, I'm going to miss that holiday party. and We had so much fun on the boat. And and those, all, those are all real moments you had. And, you know, that's when you start to infuse that into the being grateful. But just don't let it make you think that you didn't do the right thing. Because, you know, I've definitely gotten in my car before and been like, am I doing the right thing? Then it's like connect back with yourself and know that you are and that you did some really hard stuff today and you should be proud. And now all of your energy can go into where you're going and what you're building and what you're working towards. And I think that the, the best advice I could give is just keep it high level, be thankful say thank you even if you're not ready to be grateful and thankful because you you will arrive there it might take you a while and you know i've had you know people tell me like coworkers and things like that they've been said some people say some mean things and the other thing to keep in mind is you have no control over how people handle the news and just like you're doing what's right for you and what your needs are and living into all of that, the thing to remember and not lose sight of is that for some people, some bosses, some employers, you were a piece of them having their life be what they wanted their life to be. And so you almost have to think of yourself detached from it and think of yourself not as their friend or the friendship or the relationship that's been built. But think about it from the business perspective of the same way you are trying to live into your whole life. You were a piece in someone else living into all of theirs and it doesn't make it right or wrong. It's just the nature of business and it's like they say if you are going to work for someone else, you're, you're helping them build their dream and I think we can kind of feel like, well, hey, like, can we co-create? Can I be here too? Like live in my dream while you're doing your dream and like it can work for everyone. And sometimes, yes. Have I seen it very often? No. I think they can feel like that. But ultimately, when the person that works under that person is ready to really fly, it becomes clear through the actions, not the words, because the words can be so beautiful and it can sound like it could be this beautiful partnership and all of these things. But a lot of times the person that's, that's under the person needs to leave to spread their wings as far and as wide and as fly as high as they want to fly because it just looks different than the place that they are currently at does business, you know? So I think keeping it in mind that you're just, you're doing exactly what, a lot of business owners did when when they went off on their own and we are entirely up to us we create our realities or anything we don't change we're saying yes to and it was never anyone else's responsibility to make our lives what we want them to be it was always ours we just kind of get used to outsourcing or settling or getting our worth from our clients and you know i think all of this is just part of growing up and doing hair and being in the industry and i it's hard and there are there are no, is no there's no magic bullet here but just compassion kindness um and you know one one little last thing is don't think that you're wise like Alec remarks on the way out are going to help the culture change. It's not worth it. It's better to protect the integrity of the relationship than to have the last word. Believe me, that's always been a very challenging thing for me, but I'm always showing, I've always shown up as a future me when I'm doing these things because the current me in those situations was not mature enough to keep my mouth shut so I always would just channel like Lindsay of like tomorrow more professional more mature more comfortable with gracefully exiting and I think that that's something I would hope you would all lean into because you know this is a small world and you want to be able to hold your head high and you want to be able to see anyone you've ever worked with And be able to like hold eye contact awkwardly long. And I am proud to say that I have lived out my exits and the way that I've done my business in a way that I can do that. And I know not everyone can say that. And I think it's easy to let your emotions get a hold of you. But you don't want to live with any regrets. It's why you're leaving. (laughs) And you don't want to regret how you handled leaving. So hope you have a great day and I hope that this helped and that you give yourself some grace because this stuff's hard. Also, if you'd like to get my free workbook, it might help you connect with yourself. So it's one of those things where maybe before you're getting ready to leave, if you need to anchor into who you are more, the workbook could be an awesome thing for you. Or if you're you've just left and you're not feeling that gratitude in your heart, I think it can be a really cool workbook to work through. It's a 15 page workbook that I think would really help you at whatever part in this process you're in, to just kind of learn about who you are and what you want, because that's where you're going. And that's really what's important. It's not important the way that they do, blah, 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 that's not. It just it doesn't matter. Have a way of making day.